0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, and welcome to the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. We are so pleased you can join us in today's show. I am Michelle.
1: And I am Mark, your host of this podcast, A show that was designed for you, the awakening Empty Nester.
0: In this series, we will be bringing you a whole range of inspiring insights, heart-filled stories and conversations with truly amazing people.
1: People just like you. People who have navigated through their own challenges, lessons and opportunities. People who have transitioned to living a life of deeper experience, heart-filled contribution and consistent awakening and growth.
0: Find out how they are all living with what we call a strong ECG life pulse. Let's discover more as we dive into this episode.
1: Whether you're an empty nester or not, we trust you will enjoy today's show. Let's get started.
0: Today's podcast is a special one with a very special guest, my partner in love, life and business, Mark O'Toole. Mark and I have been experiencing, contributing and growing together for the past four years and absolutely loving the ease and joy of our wonderful life together. Mark previously worked for 23 years as a design architect. Then two years ago, he made a decision to leave that career and focus instead on helping people design healthy, abundant lives therefore having a more personal and long-lasting positive impact on people's lives. We were both empty nesters and had much experience and wisdom in being able to manifest whatever we wanted in our lives. We knew we had a special formula that we wanted to share with other empty nesters to help them to add more life to their lives. So together we built our business, The Dream Architects. Mark is a certified Wild Fit nutrition coach. After completing the WildFit 90-Day Challenge about two years ago, he completely transformed his previously unhealthy relationship with food and now he helps his clients to do exactly the same. His new mission is significantly altering their life journeys so that they can fully enjoy life right now and into the many, many years into the future. Mark is father to twins Samantha and Siobhan, who are now in their 20s and live in Sydney and Melbourne. Mark is caring, kind, patient, and I am extremely blessed to be doing life beside him. He is a gentle yet powerful leader, teacher, eternal student of life, and altruist who has a passion for healthy living, travel, adventure, particularly Japanese martial arts, photography, and helicopters. In today's podcast, we wish to delve a little deeper into why Mark is helping others through the WildFit system and share with you what WildFit is about. Welcome, Mark. It's really good to have you as our special guest and share with our listeners what WildFit is about.
1: Sure, no problem. Absolutely. Becoming a nutrition coach or a certified welfare coach was certainly not on my radar. It was one of those things that was presented to me as an option. And I became really passionate about it fundamentally because when you're looking for something, you know, there's this thing I was sharing with one of our clients earlier today about the reticular activating system. And the RAS is this wonderful tool that when it's activated, when you're thinking about things you know when you're wanting something various options are presented to you and i suppose at the time i was i was on a mission to find a solution to health basically wanting to be healthier in myself after a very challenging period in my life mm-hmm.
0: tell us a bit more about that challenging time sure so Quite a few years ago
1: now, back in two thousand, prior to that, I was married to a lady by the name of Tina. We had a family, two beautiful girls, Samantha and Siobhan, twins. And in two thousand, year two thousand, Tina was diagnosed with cancer. Our daughters were only eighteen months old and we were getting through that whole phase of of, you know, twins having kids firstly. They were our first kids, but having twins was like this, you know, <laughs> amazing like, you want a family? Here you go. So it,
0: it instant. was
1: instant family and massive, massive growth period. But then, you know, it was like a curveball hit. Tina was diagnosed with cancer and it was a very slow-growing cancer. It was a cancer that was very invasive in her abdomen and it then just took over. Um, it was like this gelatin thing that then stuck organs together and did some really nasty stuff. Mm. It was a horrible journey for her, and it was a very, very trying period for the family, basically.
0: Mm. It would have been really, really challenging. And you told me that it lasted, what, 10, 11, 11, 11, 11 years? 11 years. So
1: yeah, she um, was with us for 11 years after that first diagnosis, in and out of hospital and with variety of of treatments from you know surgery every two years, chemotherapy, all sorts of nasty stuff that you know just turned a lady from relative health through to somebody that even though she was 42 when she passed she looked like a 67 year old lady she changed dramatically mm. um physically
0: no that's that's not not anything that we want to see our loved ones suffer through it must have had a big impact on you
1: and the girls. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I mean, it, going through anything like that certainly tests your resilience and allows you, gives you the opportunity, I suppose. Now, looking back on it, when I was in the midst of it, I certainly wasn't in this mindset. Um, it was highly stressful, as you can imagine. Mm. Um, but looking back on it now, you can see the gifts that um, that those sorts of challenges can give us. And for me it was at the time I was an architect, in the midst of my career, become a director of a company, had a great organization and we were doing some really cool buildings, you know, working with this amazing company. And then this came along. But what it did was gave me the gift of sitting back and saying, well where do my priorities lie? Mm. Working 60, 80, 90 hours a week in a company and not seeing my daughter's grow up. And then needing to support Tina at the time through her illness allowed me to make a decision. Where are your priorities and how do you want to live your life?
0: Hmm. Was it while Tina was ill that you came to a decision about changing your health?
1: So at the time, we thought we ate relatively healthy. Mm -hmm. We weren't eating junk all the time. There was certainly stuff there. I mean, as you very well know, Michelle, mm-hmm. um, ice cream <laughs> used to be my thing. And I say used to be, and I'll share that story. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those things. I couldn't walk past an ice cream shop, a gelato shop, let alone the refrigerators in the supermarket that were stocked with you know, a whole range of ice creams from vanilla through to whatever else.
0: Mm. And I remember there were always three tubs of ice cream in your freezer <laughs> at home too. <laughs> Well,
1: when things are on sale, you just got to stock up. (laughs) So so ice cream was my thing. And I I remembered recently where my fascination with ice cream started. Years ago, when I was a young boy, we used to go to Sydney and spend time with one of my father's uncles. I don't recall where in Sydney it was. And I'm sure if I asked mum and dad now, they would very easily tell me. But anyway... This uncle had like a quasi zoo in his backyard. So he had basically a whole range of different animals. And I remember he had peacocks and all sorts of things, lots of birds, but lots of different animals. And as a young boy, it was a pretty cool place to go to. And he was a very funny guy, or at least I thought so back then. Um, and I'm sure he was. But my fascination with ice cream kind of started there. You know, we would go there, I'd check out all you know the animals he had and and then we would have lunch with him and I remember him saying to me mark would you like some ice cream and rocks and I went, and
0: rocks
1: what okay what what, what, what? <laughs> I'm not having rocks that'd be silly but ice cream and rocks was his version of ice cream and jelly
0: uh-huh. where jelly is
1: all cut up and it basically you know looks like shards of rocks mm-hmm So it was fun. So then I associated great memories of this quasi zoo with this food and everything associated with that day. That became my emotional joy, if you like. Hmm. That's the way I can see it now prior to this new education and so on that I've now got. I didn't make that link, but now I do.
0: Hmm. That was one of the links that you made. The associations of relationship with food and emotion, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been quite a few others.
1: I'm sure there are plenty others. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream was my thing. Always has been for many, many years, and I'm sure it was it was born from that event, from that event in my life. Mm, yeah. And uh, you know, it got up to a stage, particularly in my adult life, when I was out living on my own. Ice cream was basically a daily occurrence. <laughs> So yeah, Breakfast, it, was lunch my, and tea. it was my It was fine. Yeah, so going back to it Our diet was was okay But certainly not You wouldn't consider it healthy You know, there was always a pie here and there And a sausage roll And an apple pie <laughs> and ice cream And,
0: yeah, all and fruit flans And
1: <laughs> many other things
0: Yes uh-huh. So when was it, Mark, that you Discovered WildFit And how did it change things for you?
1: So, after Tina passed, I went into a stage in my life where i I needed to find solutions because I certainly did not want to go through either an illness in myself or to witness and care for somebody with illnesses again mm. um, it was just it's just not. Something anybody should go through.
0: No.
1: Knowing now what I know in terms of mindset, but also nutrition, mm-hmm. we have the power, we have the decision, we have the opportunity to not experience those things. So you mean we have a choice? We have a choice. Absolutely. We have a choice. So I guess it became a personal mission of mine to then research how how can I be healthy? How can I... Do whatever I need to do to not get sick, to make sure that me, myself and my kids and future partners, you know, looking back then.
0: Okay. I'm thinking, how many more are you going to have?
1: (laughs) In my mindset back then, it was like, how am I going to live now and in the future so that I don't experience and have to go through this again? Mm, Yeah. If I have to, I have to, you know, and I will deal with that and make the appropriate decisions. Mm. But if I have the opportunity, I certainly do not want to go through that again.
0: No, it really, really doesn't sound like something that I would or anybody else should go through. And I mean, Tina must have been in so much pain and it's a decade of her life and to die so young as well. That is a pretty big reason why you are now searching and you have found a path towards optimal health towards a better relationship with the fuel that you put into your body
1: yeah absolutely but it took a while though you know there's so many diets out there so many exercise programs out there so many solutions everyone wants to be healthy don't they everyone wants to lose the weight feel better Quit the energy slumps that that a lot of people have. I mean, I worked in an office in a corporate office for many many years in architecture and design, and more often than not, I don't know about you guys and you Michelle and, and our listeners, but who experiences that three o'clock slump? Oh, know, that yes. afternoon, that time in the afternoon where you just go, oh man, I need something. I need something to get me by this next couple of hours here at work. And if you're engrossed in something, maybe you don't experience that. But a lot of people, when I worked in this office, there were chocolates and chips and sugary drinks and all sorts of stuff that you could get your hands on. And obviously all full of sugar Mm. to give you that last surge of energy before the end of the day and a lot of people experience that three o'clock two three four o'clock slump don't they
0: yes i remember coming to your office a couple of times and looking through the drawers on your on your desk and yeah i found a lot of sweet sugary things in there (laughs) in fact we were running a charity at the time and i'd given mark a whole box of freder frogs to sell for charity and, yeah, he said he was selling them, but um, I don't know. There were quite a few empty wrappers in his drawer as well. <laughs>
1: oh, I think you're telling a bit of a Yeah, Yes, I donated, yeah. I must admit. I donated heavily. But <laughs> there was a lot of three o'clocks, so I can assure you, over the year. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Okay, so you've come across this program called WildFit, which I have witnessed you loving and getting so excited about. I remember you went through the 90-day challenge and you would every day tell me darling listen to this I found this out this is this is amazing this is incredible I didn't know this and so many new things that you were learning and you finished the program your health was so much better you lost a chunk of weight and your energy levels were up and I could see in you that passion to to want to share that because you were sharing it with me and I actually embarked on the program myself after. So then you decided that you wanted to do this in a bigger way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, after going through the program, it was just an amazing thing. You know, I was doing a lot of things as I shared, started to share and I did CrossFit, I did fasting, I did shakes, I did so many things, mm. but never found the solution that I was after. I never got rid of that belly. I never felt that spike of energy. always drawn to the cravings of the chocolates and the chips and the ice cream. And those sorts of things. But yes, when I did the Fit program, it massively changed my association with food. It was an amazing, amazing thing.
0: You mentioned before that you had embarked on many diets, fasting, all different things. There could be an empty nest out there who has done the same, is struggling with their health, has embarked on many programs just as you have, and is looking for something but is not quite sure, not quite trusting in the next thing. So... How about you tell our audience, what is the distinction between WildFit and everything else out there?
1: Great question. So, What is WildFit? WildFit is not a diet. That's the first thing. It's simply not a diet. It is a way of life, ultimately, that draws its inspiration from evolution, from our ancestors, people of our, of our time, I suppose, that did not have the illnesses and the extent of illnesses that we see in today's society. I mean, how many people do you know that have some form of disease, be it cancer or diabetes or so on? The way of life has changed so much and learning from our evolution, from our ancestors and how they lived has been one of the biggest influences to the program. So what we do is we change the association with food. And we do that through two areas. Number one is education on nutrition. The fundamentals to nutrition and what it is that we need as a human species to live and thrive in today's society. The massive element of this is mindset and habits and behaviors. Because, like the story that I shared with you about my cravings to ice cream, you know, I couldn't stop those cravings. You had those same cravings with chips and chocolates. So many people that I've had the great pleasure to guide through the program have had similar thing. You know, we have these cravings and 99% of the time it's behavioral, it's beliefs, it's emotional attachment to food, all in the aim to feel a certain way.
0: Mm, That makes so much sense.
1: So it's a program where I have the pleasure of guiding clients through a 90-day period where we dive deep into those two areas and I guide them through... Changing their association with food. I mean, let me ask you, are there those foods that you wish you didn't have a craving for or an association with, yet there's other foods that you wish you would liked more, that you wish you would eat a lot more? Most people say absolutely yes. Yes. They would like to eat. They know they should be eating better quality food. They know they should not be eating the chips and the chocolates and the soft drinks and all of the things that we know are not good for us.
0: So are you saying, Mark, that after 40, 50, 60 years of living and eating a certain diet, that there is possibility of
1: change? 100%. I've experienced it myself. You've experienced it. Many of my clients have experienced it. I can give you a couple of examples, some testimonials of some people that have been through the program. A good friend of mine, Greg, he did the program earlier this year. So Greg is a type 1 diabetic. He's had diabetes since he was 13 or 14 years old. He's now in his 40s. He's got a young family. In addition to that, he had ulcerative colitis. So significant health issues. He's tried many things and he was a little unsure whether this would help him. He was carrying an extra 7 to 10 kilos, more than he should. And he's a great martial artist, but he had challenges. He went through the program. He halved his insulin intake. He no longer needs to take his medication for his ulcerative colitis. And he dropped 7 to 10 kilos. His trajectory of health and life is completely different now than it was before and I've touched base with him months later and in fact he is the same. He hasn't changed, he's continued on in this level of health. It's not been a short term thing, this is life changing for people and Greg is a fantastic example. Nicey is another example. She was taking blood pressure and heart medication. She dropped 7 kilos as well and she no longer has to take this medication. So it's amazing. You know, Mike, another guy that went through it. Mike dropped 15 kilos. He's continued to lose weight. He's continued to change his association with food, all because we've changed the mindset. The association with the foods that he was craving for, that all of my clients have been craving for, including myself,
0: and me. I also dropped 7 kilos during that 90-day period, but most importantly wasn't the weight loss for me. Most importantly was having that awareness of what my body needs, knowing more deeply what nutrition is about and ultimately having the freedom to choose, being free from the cravings that I used to have.
1: Yeah, it's 100% amazing. You know, it is a change of lifestyle, it's a change of mindset. The key thing as us empty nesters not just empty nesters it's a lot of people how do you want to live your life this is the question i always ask our clients is how do you want to live your life what is your north star long term if i want to take control find the freedom and live this life this next phase of our life with freedom with an abundance of energy, with health, and not being concerned that I need to go to the doctor for more medication, go and have another checkup to see if this is happening and that's happening, and and go back for another scan because I'm concerned about all of this stuff. That goes away because you clean up the diet, you clean up your body, and everything changes.
0: And it's not only this empty nester period, it's beyond. And being able to look forward to many, many more years of life, living, experiencing, contributing, growing, loving life beyond your 40s, 50s, 60s. I don't want to be living in sickness or feeling restricted in what I do. I want to feel vital. I want to feel energetic. That's what I'm excited about, you know, to have had that education, that shift in mindset, that ability to go through life knowing that i'm serving my body in the best way and,
1: and, and this is one of the things we did some recording recently and i uh, shared in this recording about how diseases in our society cancer diabetes respiratory disease heart disease the list just goes on it has become so common that society in general have become numb to the fact that it's there and it becomes the accepted norm oh i'm of this age oh Mm. cancer is so common now i'm probably going to get it or i'm not surprised if i get this or that or whatever that's such crap that's that it's so wrong and so manipulated that it's it is not the standard norm. It is the standard norm if that's the way we want to live, if that's the food we want to, to take and ingest, then there is always a consequence of the decisions and the actions that we take. So once we know more, once we break the habit and the cravings of this rubbish food that causes problems and results in disease, then we can change it.
0: Mm. How fitting that you say that because our copywriter Tom, Tom Schumann has shared with us a quote just today and it says, it is no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society by Jiddu Krishnamurti and it's exactly what you're saying. We're measuring ourselves on sub-standards of health, standards that we have become accustomed to expecting. That you know you reach a certain age, so you're over the hill, or you're going to be, you're going to have this, you're going to have that. Exactly what Mark says. So how about we blast those beliefs right out and change that mindset to start with?
1: Well, it's it's right through society, isn't it? We see it in every aspect of society, and over the years we've become numb to the fact. As I said, we've become used to the fact that this is the way the majority of society is. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it must happen to me.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's about conforming, isn't it?
1: It is. And the one thing I just want to
0: share here is, look,
1: it's not your fault. It is not your fault that these cravings have come into your life. We've got companies out there, food marketing industry and companies out there that are paid hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to put a marketing scheme together so that they can build the cravings in you to buy more of their product, rather than look after your health.
0: And we will probably share more about that in another episode. I think that's just a a huge minefield there.
1: Absolutely. But it's one of those key things that we need to understand.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And,
1: And the key message is it's not your fault at the end of the day. It's not your fault. It's not your fault.
0: Definitely. And you're not alone. And like Mark said, if you figure out who you are, who you want to be, and commit to being true to yourself follow your north star get the best education build a stronger mindset muscle your life will be extraordinary
1: absolutely it is possible 100 percent possible i've done it you've done it and a lot of our clients have done it Mm. changed their association with food Changed their association with the emotions and where they want to go and really at the end of the day understanding what their north star is as we call it you know how do you want to live your life Do you want to accept this or do you want to live a lot better?
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, that's amazing, Mark. And thank you for going a little bit more in depth into what the WildFit program is about. If any of our listeners would like to know more about WildFit, we have links in our show notes. But you can also book a chat with Mark and discuss your personal needs. And take it from there. So we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to your questions. And we hope that this episode has helped you to understand a little bit more about a part of what the Dream Architects do.
1: Thank you, Michelle, and I'm super grateful, super pleased to be able to share a little bit more about my story, my backstory, and the drivers behind why I'm doing what I am doing now. And I am so pleased to be here. I'm so pleased to be able to, to guide and support people through this space and create the life that they really, truly want to live.
0: Thank you, Mark. This is the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode.
1: If you enjoy what you heard today, share with a friend. And if you have not already done so, please subscribe, rate and review the show on your favourite podcast player.
0: If you have any questions, comments or feedback for us, you can reach us directly at podcast at thedreamarchitects.com. Looking forward to you joining us on our next show.
1: Thank you for listening.